What's in the queue? 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 The lady I gotta work next to is racist as fuck. Does she listen to the podcast? No. Okay, good. I'm not gonna cut that out then. Jesus. No. No. Yes? Joe says, yes, he will dress like a pickle for you. Um, so he, in theory, will be coming up here to get Yee! that until he dies. Happy holla fucking ween. <laughs> happy Samhain. Happy Witches New Year, guys. It is, it is one of my favorite times of the year. We are entering the dark half of the year with the dark shit. The veil is thin. Our ancestors have come forth. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We are so excited. Uh, we have a little bonus episode for you guys. We are going to tell you guys some spooky fucking shit. <laughs> we got to record in next week's episode, and we got to talking about aliens, which freaked us out, which got us onto ghosts, which freaked us out. Now, even though this is going to come out, before the new episode tell me the story about your children again okay so when my kids were very young um (laughs) (laughs) sorry the the boyfriend just opened the door to the recording studio aka my walk-in closet it's pickle rick yeah. I mean, it's just a pickle, but... Oh, guys, wait, we've got a kid. Pickle Rick, come pickle on in. Rick, come in. We're pickle recording Rick. a Halloween bonus. Come on oh, in real please. quick. Hi, Pickle Rick. It's just a pickle. Will you just pretend Okay, for a fine, a Pickle Rick. I never noticed That's that nipples. one of the pickle nubs is on your nipples. Is that weird? Yeah. 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 One of them's nipples. also down there, too. Uh, a couple of down there. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And one of them's inverted, apparently. Oh, okay. I, don't know. I feel I... like too if you did like some uh, pipe cleaner attachments, he could also be a cactus. Mm-hmm. Multi, <laughs> multi-use costume. I do have black pipe pipe cleaners, literally right behind you. I mean, I'm willing to try almost anything. It, the, this is this I know to be true. So I've heard too. <laughs> <laughs> and now well, the closet's awkward. Well, <laughs> okay, bye pickle, bye pickle Joe. Okay, bye. Bye pickle Joe. Yay! All right, well, that was Pickle Joe. Uh, all right, okay, so, bring them down again. <laughs> okay. The kids saw what? So, my oldest says that a woman with long black hair, like, came from the moon into their room to protect them. And then this, uh, as my little one said, this dark, big, scary was coming banging on the window oh my god she made the dark scary go away because that's what she was there to do is protect them oh my god and then she left because she said they were fine oh my god did they recognize did they recognize the lady like no. if you showed them no. pictures of like of dad's side of the family would no okay there is no pictures of dad's side of the family oh i mean that dad's side I thought I was thinking my dad. No, no, no. Like, no, because I'm thinking, like, long yeah. black hair. I'm thinking Hawaiian ancestry. Yeah. Like, like, we were, like, trying to look up, like, like angel things or, like, spirit guide things. Like, we were trying to look up things that were, like, long, dark-haired ladies. And well, the only one that comes to mind is La Llorona, but, like, that's not in... 
That's not in your culture. Yeah. Do you know La... No. Okay, so La Llorona, she, uh, depending on who's telling the story, um, she drowned her kids because her husband left her. Uh, well, that doesn't and sound so like a she, start. No, it doesn't. But, uh, like, she's, you know, she's got the long, dark hair. Um, she's usually by rivers and water, and basically she weeps. Uh, she's, she's the weeping woman, and so she draws people to, to her, and then she drowns them. Cool. Not what the shit they saw. No. Thank God for that. <laughs> uh, no, but that's very scary. Now, do you have a good story? Um, do you want family or do you want strangers? You can tell me whatever you want. All right, I'm, I'm already you, scared. I okay. So I mean, like this is Sawin. This is the time of ancestors. When my maternal grandmother Juanita Coffee, when mm-hmm. she died, the day she died, uh, she had had Alzheimer's for a long, long time, and so it, we watched the steady decline of her of her mentally. Like, yeah, and, and it got to it got to the point where. She started calling my mom her daughter. She started calling her daughter mom because she was a Mm -hmm. woman who was taking care of her and she just didn't know where she was anymore, Mm -hmm. right? So on the day she died, uh, we had been giving her morphine to keep her comfortable and just just to keep her calm and and relaxed as she she died. Yeah. Uh, She sat bolt upright in bed, a frail, like stick-thin woman, sat bolt upright in bed, pointed at the corner of the room and said, no, no, not yet. Not now, not yet, no. Laid back down and went to sleep. Did she die? Cut to that evening. Um, Mom, oh God, here I go. Mom was sitting with her and... She was calm. She was relaxed. Mom was working on a craft project, and uh, she had dozed off a little bit. And when she woke up, Grandma was gone. And Mom always sounded like she felt guilty about that. Like, she wasn't watching her when she yeah. passed. Like she, but, but I kept reminding her, like, no, you were there. Yes. And when you woke up, probably when it happened. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Now, she still comes to visit. Uh, because you notice we keep bells on the door, right? Well, that tradition started when grandma's, when grandma Juanita's Alzheimer's really kicked in. We had a baby monitor in her house Mm -hmm. so we could hear her. Uh, we lived in a duplex so we, so we could hear her. We kept bells on the door so that we could hear if she opened her door or we kept bells on our door so we could hear if she opened our door. Well, every once in a while, usually around mother's day, um, I'll, I'll hear the bells, the bells chime and it sounds like the door is open and I'll hear a hello just like she always used to do that's it's so sweet and great oh at the same time yeah okay so tell me a story and then I'll tell you a stranger story I've got some uh, I got some stuff but I'll tell you a personal one okay so after um my mom died Actually, let me start first because it's kind of a two-parter. My, okay, my mom and my uncle were twins and my uncle was mentally handicapped. And, um, so he passed away right before Thanksgiving. And then right after Thanksgiving, my mom had a stroke. And while my mom is in the hospital, before we even really knew 
like what was happening. My cousin gets this picture of my mom and my uncle at their last birthday at the place that my cousin owns. Okay. It was like their birthday picture. And she didn't really think too much of it. Um, she like got it. I believe she got it sent from me or my aunt. And, you know, we were like in thralls, like what's happening, you know, but she was just like, okay, that's random. Why is that picture getting sent? Um, and then after my mom passed away, we we're at the funeral. She gets the picture again. And she's like, she was like, I, you already sent this picture. And I was like, no, I didn't. So we took that as my uncle was sending it saying like, I've got her, we're together. Oh my God. Ghosts have smartphones. Yes. Oh my God. So then I had my mom's phone, right? And I turned it off because I didn't want the battery to die. Turned it off and I put it in the drawer in our kitchen. And um, then all of a sudden I start hearing like a phone going off, like just like text message after text message just coming through. And I pull open the drawer and there's the phone and it is just going off text message. I think it said like there was like a hundred text messages. And when I go to her messages, none, none, none. We could not get any text messages, What? none, but it just kept going off. Then, a few days after that, I had a one-year-old and a three-month-old when she died. Yeah. And so we had one of those, like, little stand-up, like, play and make noise toys, you know, that you could kind of walk around with it. It was off in the corner, turned off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. (laughs) Nope. That mother came on. No. And I was like, (laughs) okay. Battery's out. (laughs) Don't like it. Yeah, so there's my oh, per- my personal personal one. Say, say your mom's name. Teresa and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners, as as you may remember from previous episodes, we have a rule that if someone has passed, you say their name because you get two deaths in life. You get the day you die, and you get the last day somebody says your name. Mm-hmm. But do we, do you think mom counts? I. I because if that's the case, she ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, f- so that I don't cry? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so, oh, do you want do you want an army story? Get it, girl. All right, so uh, w- I was in the National Guard. Uh, you know, you got the one week in a month, two weeks in the summer. Yeah. And for me, a deployment every four years, but whatever. Um, one two-week session, we had actually a pretty badass mission. We were hauling missiles from Crane Naval Base down in southern Indiana out to Fort Sill, Oklahoma. Fun. And uh, we would stop overnight at Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Okay. Well, they put us... There, there were several other companies in several other states taking part in this mission. Like yeah. Like carrying stuff in and logistics support and stuff like that. Um, so they put everyone up in these like old World War II barracks. Um, and they're fine. There's mm-hmm. a bunk and it's a place to sleep. Uh, but we, due to some problems, like, we didn't get in until after midnight. So, it's dark. Everyone's trying to sleep. Um, me and five other females, we were, you know, we, they took us to the female barracks, which was not anywhere near where our males were staying, but whatever, it's fine. There were other females from other companies in the building. They were all asleep. Um, 
uh, we all grab our shower gear, go shower. We're heading back upstairs to grab a bunk. And I'm the last one. And I felt someone walk up behind me. Nope. And I'm like, oh, okay, nobody, nobody's there. Um, get into bed. Get a full night's sleep. Uh, definitely slept with my sleeping bag over my head that night. Um, get out to Oklahoma. Come back as we're as we're staying there a second night. Uh, we're looking we're looking for a bunk again. There is there is no bunk. There there there's no bunks on like the on the top level where we stayed the night before. So we're like, okay, well, there's got to be somewhere where we can stay. So I got my flashlight. I'm looking for empty bunks, and I shine it down this long bay. Nope. There's two rooms down at the end for, like, officers or high-ranking NCOs to stay in there. And I see a shadow head uh, nope. leaning out of the door. And then, like, as soon as my light got there, it went back in. Now, every horror movie I have ever seen said, don't walk down there. Um, but I walked down there. Why? Because I'm an idiot. With my flashlight. And uh, shocking to no one, nothing there. Uh, no bunks in there or anything. So I'm like, okay, well... Uh, everyone, we're going upstairs. We're gonna sleep on top bunks, and we're, we're just everybody head that way. Um, and again, laying out my sleeping bag, felt somebody walk up right behind me. I thought it was one of my soldiers asking for like times for tomorrow. Nobody there. Uh, I kept hearing someone walk up and down the bay. Honestly, what it felt like was someone was on fire guard. Like fire guard is like overnight guard duty like mm-hmm. you just you have to somebody has to be awake at all times in order to make sure nothing's going on mm-hmm. and it felt like someone was like why aren't you in bed what are you doing get your asses to sleep like once we all laid down everything quieted down and everything was fine but while we were up and moving yeah it was creepy it reminded me of the first time i ever lived by myself tell me it was Awful. Did you choke on food and uh, think you were going to die alone in an apartment? No, but I did choke on a chicken nugget one time <laughs> riding in the car with my friend. And I was like, <laughs> like, seriously choking. Yes. Like, not just, oh, oh, no, I was like, ah, uh, uh. Yes, yes, no, yeah. I, I did that. And my cat looked at me like, yeah, you'll be a tasty meal. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, God, it, and it's kind of creepy, like, you and me talking because I'm like, Dude, how many spooky stories have we experienced, you know? This is making me think of more. So my first time ever living by myself was like an old Victorian house that Uh, was split into like three apartments. Okay. Strike one. It was not the best at all. Uh It was really awkward and weird. Um, And it was downtown. Okay. Downtown! Um, So... (laughs) Like, a week before I moved in there, I had a dream that I was showing my friend my new apartment, and there's a door that goes between the kitchen area and where I was going to make my bedroom. Okay. Um, and it had, you know, like, how it has, like, the window over top of yeah. the door, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, all yeah. those old Victorian houses. There was a girl that mm-hmm. had hung herself in that doorway. Is this in your dream or is this real life? It's in my dream. Okay. And I was like, that's fun. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. So then I like try and just put that on my head. Like, oh, it's just because you're nervous about living on your own. You do often play the worst case scenario game. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm like moving in and there's like this, uh, closed off fireplace and like a mantle. So I hang my cool, like fifties round mirror that I have. I hang that up over there. My bed's so big that I can't open and close the closet door. So I have to just like keep it open. So in doing so, I'm like, why is there a chair in this closet? And I look up and it's like a crawl space with the the closed part open. No. Mind you, what movie had just come out? I don't know. The Grudge. I haven't seen that one because I'm a scaredy cat. All right, just skip it. okay? Okay. It's spooky. Okay. So I was like, why, 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 why? So I had my friend. Get up on his, get up on the chair mm-hmm. with a flashlight and mm-hmm. go look. The whole inside of that little cross space was painted black with like different colored paint splattered on the inside of it. And I was like, well, that's fun. I got to face that. Or if I face away, guess what? There's the mirror that reflects exactly right into the closet. So I was already like, cool, 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 cool. So. As I lay sleeping, mind you, what is my bedroom used to be like the parlor or living room of this house at some point. Okay. (laughs) At the edge of my bed. No. I feel imprint on my bed. No. And it sounds like somebody is like shuffling papers at the end of my bed. I like, I have so many goosebumps right now. I like pull the cover and I was like, go away. But I heard it more than once. I'm like, I got to get out of this freaking apartment. Okay. Oh my God. And then the other thing that happened was the door that I would go in and out. You had to like slam shot. And I had like four locks on this bad boy. And you better believe I locked all four of them chain deadbolt another deadbolt and then the lock on the handle itself right because mm-hmm. don't look over there emily <laughs> so about guess what time in the middle of the night yeah i am awoken to that door flying no. open no. and i'm like i'm getting robbed i'm gonna get murdered i'm oh, getting God. robbed i'm getting murdered and i was like i have no weapons ah this was bad nothing i like hear no footsteps i hear nothing nothing's broke like that mother effing ghost unlocked that door and flung it open and that was not cool next day i get a letter from this realtor company that says the dude foreclosed on this house we're gonna pay you to move out if you want to and i was like yes. deuce you don't even gotta pay me but thank you out oh my god can I tell you a happier slash sadder version of yes. that story? Okay, so... Um, Do you need to go to bed at some point? I mean, like, yeah, eventually. Okay. Um, so, my cousin Megan, um, mm-hmm. daughter of my aunt, uh, aunt Teresa and Uncle Tom, mm-hmm. uh, she passed away when she was 11 or 12. Uh, she had a genetic condition. Ooh. It led to shortened lifespans. They're the ones that created the Megan Weisenbach Foundation yeah, yeah. that raises money for local charities. Um. She, I mean, again, she passed away, surrounded by family, in a loving home yeah. that loved her very much. Um, I feel her there. I, I have, I have, I have seen, like, I have felt her there in a very similar story where um, they, they had her room set up on the main level 
in what would be the formal dining room. Yeah. Because it, wheelchair-wise, it was just easier. Right. After she passed, they put the bed upstairs. That was me. They put the... I, I moved a hanger on accident. I'm sorry. That was me. Okay. Um, They put her bed upstairs back into the third bedroom, which would have been her room if she hadn't needed a wheelchair. Right. Uh, and so, like, when I go down to visit them, I stay in that room. And I sleep in that bed. And... Every once in a while, uh, I'll be laying there, and I, w- I will feel the, the somebody sitting down mm-hmm. on the bed, and I just, I just, I know it's Megan. Yeah. It's so, different when it's like... It's family. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, and it's, it, it also, it, it will happen a lot when Cassie is with me, because oh. Megan and Cassie were buddies. Yeah. And so, like, it's just, it's just one of those things like, oh, hey, Megan. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to sleep. Okay. All right. Bye, Megan. And he's go to sleep that's cool see yeah like stuff like that like my uncle who was my only handicapped he used to talk about after my grandma died that she would come in and check on him and you know stuff like that like it's something it's this weird thing because it's like somebody familiar that it makes it okay and it's like maybe something that you want to happen well and the way I look at it is that our DNA is comes from what has come before. Yeah. So they are a part of us. Yes. A part of them is in us now. And so, yeah. you know, with the idea that matter can neither be created nor destroyed, like, we mm. are what has come. Yeah. Physically, we are what has come before yeah. us. So having that link to past family and to our ancestors, like, that is important to me. I want to feel that. Yeah. I like feeling that. Yeah. You know? But I also happen to see some strangers every once in a while. Yeah. So the last one I have okay. is... One house. Okay. That I have a lot of snippets of things that have happened because this was all told to me third, like after the fact, after I grew up and then I was really pissed that I had to stay there. Okay. So growing up, my, my family were from Michigan. And so my mom, we would go to Michigan all the time. Once we moved down here, see her friends, see my friends, blah, blah, blah. Well, when we would go up to see her friends, stay at her one friend's house. She had two daughters. One was a little older than me. One was a little younger than me. Perfect. Um, and I always felt really weird in that house. I just, I didn't like it. And I chalked it up to, cause it wasn't my house. Right. It was an older house. How old did you say you were around the time? Um, I mean, little, I mean, probably from baby till, I don't know, middle through middle okay. school. Okay. Just never liked it. Sure. <laughs> And once I didn't have to go to Michigan anymore. Yeah. It was cool. Um, just always never slept good. Always like felt like I heard things like a, almost like a growl, like a deep girthy, right? They were like, it's the furnace. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. It's well, not it's not the furnace. That house is literally possessed. Okay. Let me give you a few little things. Um, first of all, down in the basement that had like the old bricks mm-hmm. in the walls, um, when the older daughter got older, she wanted to move down in the basement. That was like her space, yada, yada. So they're like decorating whatever. There's this loose brick, pulled out this <gasps> loose brick. There was a freaking book in there that, you know, the one you sign at funerals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was in there with like, o- like old, like old, 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 creepy old with like some pictures and it was 
bizarro. And I was like, that's cool. Then they tell me (laughs) the kitchen was the biggest hot spot. The drawers would open. The cabinets would open. The table would fly across the room. No! Dishes would come out. Like, the craziest freaking shit ever would happen there. But not when you were there? Yeah. But they didn't tell me. Oh! Thankfully. I mean, but, dude, don't have me stay there. Yeah. My mom saw it. Her friend... I mean, like, it happened with her friend all the time. Like... She would, it, you know, like classic poltergeist, you know, walk out of the room, come back in the room. Every cabinet and every drawer is open. The chairs are upside down. Things are broken. Like pandemonium would Fuck happen. Fuck that. Then the last little thing, like it has to be some sort of like portal, something, like something spooky. Um, my mom's friend got pregnant at a, a very mature age. Surprise. Um, she conceived by a man in a latex suit? I don't know! Um, and when her daughter was just old enough to speak and stuff like that, she would always talk about seeing the grandpa. The mom's dad. Okay. That died ten plus years before. <gasps> okay. Like, would describe, like, he would come and sit and talk with me and da 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 and I think she said she saw another person too but like she could describe him to a T there was no pictures of him out they didn't talk about him because it had already been like 10 years yeah that place was creepy and I'm like no wonder I always felt really jacked up staying there like I did not no matter where I slept upstairs in the living room sometimes we slept out on the sunroom porch and i was like i don't want to be here now i know why because i was about to get ghost murdered y'all that's oh that's creepy yeah and i know there's a bunch more and i i messaged her a while back to tell me more things but she hasn't yet that's okay Oh my god, everyone, tell us your spooky stories. Yes. Please, 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 please tell us your spooky stories. I know by the time this comes out, it's going to be Halloween. Yeah. We'll put a tweet up on Halloween, and we'll just make a thread out of it. And yeah. we'll do the same thing on Facebook, and yes. Yeah, do it. Yes. And if it's like, if you got some super cool ones, maybe we'll read them on the next one. Hell yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm, honestly, Halloween lives in my heart all year I long. Know. So, yeah. I love it, and I hate it at the same time. I don't like to be scared, but I like to be scared. Yep. <laughs> That's why I like watch a roller coaster. Don't like it, but I love it. That's why I watch American Horror Story. Yes. <laughs> All, right, All right, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye. Bye.